Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I guess limes, the green ones. Yes. I Why do I, I can never because say limon. Limon? Yeah. Yeah, limon, because... and then I ask for lemon, and then it's the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's still the same. I know. Somebody said to me the other day, lima, and I'm like, lima? What lima. are you talking about? Lima, limon. It's a limon. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is Life in Spanglish. I'll let, you, I'll let you get a slide into your seat so you're not, like, huffing and puffing on the way over. Don't be huffing and puffing, no, Carolina. <laughs> Yay, she is back from Ibiza. Is that so annoying? It really was. Because everybody does it there. And you know what's crazy? My The people I was traveling with, well, they started kind of like sounding like them. I'm like, guys. No. It's only been six days. Especially Bella. She kept like saying Ibiza. I'm like, we're Dominicans from uptown. Right. Ibiza. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's like this place called uh, the Nas Nacional. Nas Nacional. The, and um, when we were in Spain, my husband and I were saying, like, oh, are we going to go over to Nacional? And I was like, no, what are we doing? We are we not those people. This. We can't do this. We have to be true to our roots. A hundred percent. Come on now. So tell me about Ibiza. It was absolutely amazing. I'll tell you this much. The travel. It's it, a good flight. It is. It is a good flight. You got to be ready. You got to take two flights. You got to take a little plane. You got to take cabs. But it was overall an amazing experience. And I would recommend anyone to go out there. You know, it was fun. The beaches were beautiful. The fact that you're at a beach, but you're at a mountain, it, it always kind of like throws me off. Really? I guess because I'm Dominican, I'm just used to going to the beach and nothing else is yeah, there. Yeah. But in Ibiza, you see like 
a big mountain right in front of you. Oh, I bet you it is so breathtaking. It looked amazing from your pictures. It really and your was. Videos. It you really guys was. Did a great job. I tried to do a good job with the photographs. You, you know? guys did. But now yeah. wait a minute. Can you explain to me like what was the purpose? Why did you guys go? Was it somebody's bachelorette or was no? It, uh... it was. It was absolutely nothing. Really? Yeah. It was just you know my sister has this thing like she just wants to do a lot more traveling, which works good for me because then she does the planning. I love it, Bella. Because. I can afford it, but I can't afford the time that it takes to actually travel. I mean, um, plan the traveling. Right. But she has the time. She's single. She doesn't have kids. She doesn't have pets. So yeah. she kind of like has extra free time. So she put together everything: flight, hotel, itinerary. And I thanked her at the end. I was like, you know, thanks so much for doing so this. So this was just a girls' trip yeah. for you guys. I love that idea. It was good. We had a really good time. Can I just tell you? You know, my sister-in-law Angie. She's. Uh, I, I actually like really love my sister-in-law. She's Aww, like that's one good. of us. Uh-huh. But what you brought up is so true because. Because it's like so many people want to see the world, but now more than ever, it's almost like you have information overload. You do. So what Angie does is, um, you know, my husband, my husband, my brother, her husband works and she is basically in charge of the house. Like They have um, three kids. So he has two from a previous marriage. She has one from her previous relationship. So she's in charge of like taking care of the kids and it's the a home lot of and work. Everything. Yeah. But then when they decide where they want to go, Angie is unbelievable. She will on Instagram, the hashtag for the city. Yeah. Then she researches what are like the cool spots, not like the the places that everybody knows about, like where the locals go. Yeah, some dope stuff. Get, yeah. Yes, and she finds the best things. And I say to her, I was like, you should really curate this and have it be like another job because people don't have time to do it. And you want to see the best of something when you travel that far. Yeah, you only have a few days. You know, yeah. it's like you don't want to start messing up eating at nasty restaurants or yeah, going to or dead like parties. Yeah, like a chain restaurant. Yeah. You know? I saw Burger King and I saw Excuse Kentucky me. Fried Chicken a few times and I'm like, imagine me eating KFC all the way in Spain. That's I was a like, crime. A crime. I was like, I, I, I'll throw myself off my balcony if I commit I, such I a weird... I <laughs> But the food there was absolutely amazing. Was it good? It really was. And a lot of my followers said it's it's not... It's, um, they don't have um, GMO. Oh, because everything's natural over there. That's what they said. They said, mm-hmm. you know, they're poisoning us here in the United States. Yeah. Everything tasted so different, like the chicken and the fish and the rice. Like everything was, it was much smaller. Like right. the chicken was not as beefy. Well, or, the, chi- the breasts yeah. aren't like loaded with steroids like and antibiotics. It wasn't like, seven inches high, yeah. the chicken breast, you know, like the stuff You're they like, give us. Yeah, it's true. But it felt really like calming and soothing in a way, which is like the juices. Like, okay, wait till the machine presses the oranges i was like this is amazing it's the way to live i really do believe it and you know what when we went to spain um we noticed that there was like a lot of hamong there was a lot of like the different breads and everything but i said to mark i was like my my carb face is at full like potential right now because all of that bread that they give you it is the basket of bread was like this high. I'm like, oh. Jesus Christ. But they did have I am going to do a blog about it. What about the uh, traveling to Ibiza? OK, because I did one for my um, when I had a destination wedding. I said like the real scoop on destination weddings. Okay. And I also did one on traveling to Cuba. And it helps a lot of my followers because people want to go to these places that I post or maybe do a destination wedding, but they don't even know where to start. It's so true. It's overwhelming. So if I already did it, why not share with everyone? Like, I still get asked for my blog post on the real deal traveling to Cuba. And I'll start from the beginning, from getting the visa to booking hotels to how do you get in. So I'm going to do the same thing with Ibiza because I felt like it was a... A, a dope experience and I know it's far and a lot of people tend not to go that far on right. vacation but if you just take two days for travel 
you're going to have a great, great time. So did you guys go to any of the clubbing things, though? Because I feel like that's kind of what draws a lot of people is. to Ibiza. But... It is. And we actually ended up going to Pasha with uh, Eric Murillo. Okay. So, well, let me rephrase that. With Eric Morillo. Oh, okay. I'm over here being too Americanized. Uh, uh, Morillo. What was that? That well, was like a, that was a hard L. That was horrible. That, yeah, please. Morillo. Yeah, okay. And don't edit that. Please, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to let people see. Let people see the real How you. I dragged it. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, you were with this guy, Eric. Is he a DJ? Yeah, he's a DJ. He he's super dope. He's okay. a DJ, world known. He goes no on tours. Respect, but, uh, you yeah, know, he, I mean, I'm not in that's the That's not, scene. yeah, that's mm -hmm. not really like, and, and probably not your type of music. But um, What kind of music is only it's like dance house EDM, EDM type oh, of music nice. yeah okay. like you know the same way Afrojack Diesto Skrillex like yes. those type of people okay. so he was out there but then here's the funny thing I kept looking around and I would see Maluma coming next week I'm like Maluma no. I'm like why am I not here oh and then my gosh. I saw like uh, I think it was like Bad Bunny coming in July I'm like Nooni you were almost forgotten you almost lost That's me to it, Maluma Nooni. oh when you guys reunited <laughs> by the way uh, special guest appearance by Nooni last week I just love him so much your husband he's just adorable <laughs> did he miss you he did miss me you know what's crazy and i kind of felt bad for him when i was out there he was like i don't have anybody to eat with oh and it broke my heart i was like oh my god i gotta go home soon because no he's fine he's, he's nobody just playing to eat on with. your emotions he really he's was fine. he's when an I adult got, male when i got back he was like don't ever leave for that long Aww. ever again he was like i was so lonely and it you know it brings me to this the fact that people don't think that you're a family if you don't have children Oh, that's so not true. We're so much a family. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Just me, him, and our dog. You, I'm like, just because we don't have kids, it, yeah. the connection is, a, it's, we're a unit. We're a family unit. Absolutely. But a lot of people equate families with children. Oh, I don't, I don't believe that. You, you know? know? No, not that I don't believe that people do that, but in my heart, I yeah. don't believe that you have to have children to be a family, mm -mm. you know? I mean, Mark and I were together for three years before we had our kids. Um, and you felt, and you felt like a family, right? Well, we were dating for longer than that, and then we, yeah, we did. We felt like a family. I had two dogs. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what, you be become a part of a routine you have your responsibilities yeah. everybody pulls their own weight like there's i'm sure there's holidays missing yeah, there's, in the house yeah, well, because 100%. you weren't there yeah you know and so i i do believe that you can be a family without you know having uh children i think that they just make the house more lively and full sometimes you know for, for and messy people. i'm messy as hell <laughs> over this long weekend for me but yeah um i did want to go back to something though you were talking about um being in spain and the difference in food and how we're being poisoned as americans girl really that are. stuff like really sticks in my head carolina i tell you the food was completely different yeah i felt like i was bugging out at the beginning i was just like wow this chicken tastes completely different from the chicken I eat in the United States. And then I'm like, oh, it doesn't have the steroids and the right. antibiotics and everything else. Yeah. It's funny because remember um, Dr. Oz was talking about chicken with the Breakfast Club last and week. And he blew my mind when he was telling the Breakfast Club that you don't have to wash your chicken. Do you know that I've spent my entire lifetime washing chicken? You, I give my chicken a bubble bath with mojo and, 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 and limones. No, but you know what you have to do then after my mom would tell me you have to lice all the sink. You have to make sure that you get all of the juices, everything out. But like I would always wear gloves. You have to wash the chicken because you don't know what it was packaged in. But then he said not to do that. I was like, whoa, Dr. Oz. Yeah, it, it totally a crazy here. It totally blew my mind. You know, he, he was let, let me backtrack a little bit. He was on the breakfast club. And, you yeah. know, there was an article that came out. It was like it wasn't who was it like it the, was like BuzzFeed or something. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, no disrespect to BuzzFeed because they're always coming out with something. Yeah, they're but dope. It was like some 
it was article. like yeah it was like the department of agriculture like something like that said you don't need to wash your chicken because when you wash the chicken you spread the germs so it's kind of like detrimental to your health yeah. to even mess with the chicken just cook it right and let i guess the oil or the oven take care of the germs the heat from the oven yes exactly but, or the um the sartén the, the um the yeah, pan uh-huh. but let me tell you carolina uh-uh i need to wash my chicken and i wash my chicken with my bare hands and if it's a whole chicken i crack the chest open no. and i go in the cavities and Why remove so any gangster? type of anything uh-huh. <laughs> you are so gangster i will not do it i will i, can't. I go right through the rib cages and make sure it's nice and empty then it's limon everywhere. Well, yeah. Limon, 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 and then mojo, and then just wash it again. You got to marinate it. A hundred percent. Well, see, but that's the thing. I was thinking about it over the past Memorial Day weekend. My husband was saying to me, he was like, we got to prepare the food, you know? So I said, okay, you know, we had some skirt steak, and then uh, I had the chicken, and, and he was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And I said, you know what? I'm sorry. Old habits die hard. I got to wash my chicken. Yes, I gotta, sir. I got to lather up these breasts. I got to make sure that they are good to go before they hit that grill. For real. Because do you do you stab the breast? Yeah, like, of course. You make holes on that it? Way, yeah, that way it gets like the, 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 the juices, juices inside. El yes. sazon. I know. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm like, is this something that I like need to follow now? Because Dr. Oz said it. I mean, I don't know. Well, as long as the follow-up after the chicken gets, I guess, uh, cleaned out. Well, that's if the follow-up the, is there, I guess that's okay. But that's what my mom always taught me. She always said, she was like, you can wash and clean and do everything. But then after, you make sure that that faucet, everything is lysol Like, you make sure you clean everything. You don't use the same sponge. No. Buco un galón de cloro. I know. Exactly. Boom. That's and then it. after that, let's get the cleaning. Safe. Then you're going to go. I think so. Cutting boards always worry me, too. Cutting boards, you know what? That's like a big concern for me because the plastic, I just don't know if it's getting washed yeah. correctly. But then again, the wood one, I can't get down with it. The only thing that I'll cut a wood on the wooden cut, uh, no, the wooden cutting boards. Yeah. The only thing that I'll wash, uh, I'll cut on those are bread. Bread. Yeah, because you can just wipe it down. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The people did not need to know all of this about us, honey. <laughs> For real. They did not need be, to know I, about our I, washing I mean, habits and, you know. I want to know how they wash, what they do. If they wash their meats or do they just throw them on the grill? You know what it is? I think that you're a product of your environment. So you probably were around the kitchen or your mother taught you how to do it and expected you to do it for your brothers or sisters. or And that's what was expected of My you. mom would put a little bit of bleach in the water to wash the meat. What? Like a tiny little drop, like boop. Yeah. And then she would wash the meats in there. For real? I don't use the bleach. I right. stick to, I guess, limes, the green ones. Yes. I why do I? I can never because say it's limon. Acidic. Limon? Yeah. Yeah, limon, because... and then I ask for lemon, and then it's the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's still the same. I know. Somebody said to me the other day, lima, and I'm like, lima? What lima. are you talking about? Lima, limon. It's a limon. A green one or a yellow one is a limon, Mm-mm. right? A is lima is different. Yeah, lima I asked for what? limon the other day, and they brought me the yellow one. I was like, no, the green lemon. <laughs> yeah, the green. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I think we need to like differentiate between those ones. But yeah, I feel like my mom and dad definitely taught me a certain type of way. Like my mom and dad, they don't believe in this veggie wash stuff. Oh, that spray? Yeah, they think that this is like a whole new thing. That's weird. Thing. I don't I don't believe my in it either. My dad will wash in um a little bit like your mother, not bleach, but um he'll put like a little bit of soap and he'll put vinegar in the water. Vinegar's another thing to that like cuts out. Cut yeah. through the pesticides and stuff like that. But then I, I think back to it and I, I'm like, why are we even at this place? You know what I'm saying? I planted a garden this past weekend. I was so super Aww. proud of it. My boys were so excited. They were just so darling. By the way, they're three and five if you guys um, are just starting to listen. And they were so stoked because they were like, Mommy, vamos a hacer en jardín. And I said, yes. What did you plant? Cucumber, zucchini, tomato, um, cantaloupe, watermelon, eggplant, snow peas. How big is this garden? I'll show you a picture. Um, 
I have herbs, I have cilantro, I have um, basil, mint. Oh my God. And I said to them the other day, I was making um, guacamole and I said, go and get me some cilantro. And I taught them how to go into That's the garden. Dope, yeah. But I said to them, I go, you know, there's a real beauty in growing something and seeing it from start to finish. You know, like yeah. we went out there, we tilled it together. I mean, they didn't really help me that much. <laughs> they were stomping all over the exactly, seeds, you know. But, but I was telling them, I was like, get all the rocks out, you know. We did it together as a family, and so I said the 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 um the fruit will be even sweeter. It the will. Vegetables will be even crisper because we did it as a family. It's you a life lesson. I mean? Yeah, it no, it's is. a life lesson, and it teaches them a lot of different things. You know, you reap what you sow. Exactly. And that's are, why I said yeah. to them every time we planted, I was like, okay, what are we going to give this plant? We're going to give it lots of love and Aww. good energy, and lots of love and good energy for the zucchinis. But mommy, I don't like zucchini. It was just so. <laughs> it's okay, sweet. mommy will eat them, I know, or she'll bring them to her friends. She'll be that weird person that brings you know Absolutely. vegetables from her I'm from her garden. Girl. I am that girl, and I got the worst. I was telling everybody. At work today was hilarious because I went out there at like 11 o'clock in the morning and my sister was with me and my sister was like, I'll help you with the garden. I said, you will for real? And she was like, yeah. That's cute. This bitch sat there and drank Stella's directing me. No, you need to go over there a little bit more. No, no, no. I still see some weeds over there, girl. Pull more. I was like, come on, girl. Like, come help a sister out. Get your hands dirty. Don't worry about the gel manicure, sis. She was hilarious. But then at the end of the day, she goes, oh my God, you're going to freak out. I said, why? I was wearing a sport. I had a t-shirt on. I took off the t-shirt and I had a sports bra ah no you didn't get I that horrible tan the freaking worst hillbilly tan i said i was like oh my goodness my whiteness is showing right now <laughs> I, said, I am so red on my back it's like that's an ugly ass tan ugly ass tan you gotta wear a strapless anything it's she like she said she was like you better work on that before your big concert i said all right i'm in it so anyway, next time you have yeah. to garden in a, in a triangle bikini top uh, but yeah exactly and you know what i was saying mark was, will appreciate it it wasn't even sexy that's for front wasn't even cute it had like those extra like extra strength hold straps, oh god you know? the double but reinforced straps i gotta do what i gotta do man uh, <laughs> let's step into the salon because we got a letter from a listener and i believe her name is jennifer from little rock arkansas are you serious wow we're wow. far and wide pause well we gotta love that iHeartRadio app for real you know it's crazy it's like people can listen from anywhere in the world yes i was looking at our stats and like people in puerto rico are listening for yeah, they oh, love English. We can they call them mi gente, but even though they're not your your people or my people, they're still our people. Listen, they're my husband's people, so oh, they're my right. people. That's right, by injection. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Um, yeah. Go ahead, you go for it. Okay, it says, Hi, honey and Carolina. First, I want to thank you. I love your podcast. I'm from Jersey City and grew up jamming to KTU Woo. 1051. And now I currently live in Little Rock, but I listen through the iHeartRadio app. So this is what I'm currently going through. Growing up, my father was not in my life. I tried for a while to find him while I was a teen. The only thing my mother was able to tell me was his name and that he was from Puerto Rico. I grew up with my grandparents, which are Italian and Polish. Almost all my friends growing up in Jersey were Puerto Rican, so I always thought I got in touch with my Puerto Rican roots through my friends and their fam. Love the culture and the food. So fast forward to current time. I did 23andMe, and just like Honey, it turns out a lot of my DNA was from El Salvador, huh. which didn't make sense to me. I tried getting anything from my mother, but she was really she wasn't really any help. So I reached out to one of my cousins on 23andMe. He was pretty helpful and gave me some names of relatives to look for. I finally found my father on Facebook. It turns out he came to the U.S. from El Salvador in the 70s. So my mother was wrong the whole time. I guess what I'm going through is that my whole life I tried to identify with being Puerto Rican, and I'm totally not. I want to learn about my real roots, but maybe can use some suggestions on how to identify with my Salvadorian culture. 
Oh, wow. Thanks, loveys. Jennifer from Little Rock. Girl, okay, so first of all, let's break this down. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to? No, go ahead. So here's the thing. I, there's a couple of different questions that I have. I think the first conversation needs to be had with your mom and really just say, Mom, you know what? I've spent my entire life thinking I'm one thing. Did you really tell me the truth about dad or were you just trying to tell me that to kind of like throw me off the scent of who he really was? Uh, because had you not known you would have never understood what your real background was. I mean, you would have gone throughout life thinking that you were Puerto Rican, which, yeah. you know, not that there's anything wrong with believing that, but that's not who you are. You know, so I think a really serious sit down conversation needs to be had with your mother where you can break it down and say, look, I'm not judging you. I won't be upset with you. I just want to know the truth. At this stage of my life, yeah. I deserve to know the truth. She does deserve it. Yeah, unless your mother was fooled as well. You know what I mean? And give your mom the benefit of the doubt. And that could be true. It, it could be true. You know, yeah. you never know. But as far as going back and uh, finding out more about your Salvadorian culture, I can totally relate to you. And here's why. When I grew up in Ohio, I was surrounded by white people, African-American people, uh, Greek and Italian. There were not very many Latinos or Hispanic people that lived in the Warren, Ohio area. No Nikas. No Nikas at all, except for us. No, for real life. Yeah. I can imagine. So um, we were friends with a group of uh, different doctors and they were from Argentina, Cuba, you know, so we would always call those people our cousins. Yeah. Air quotes. When I went to Arizona State, um, I was in an environment where, you know, I was really kind of put in touch with my with my culture. And I was like, wow, no, I am Nicaraguan. My mom and dad were both born and raised here. This is who I am. Yes, I'm American because I was born here. But in my heart, I felt something different. So I went to Nicaragua on a mission trip. And it was one of the most life-changing experiences that I've ever had, ever. I um, signed up through my church, and I went to help build an orphanage. Oh, and wow. This while you were in college? This was after I was out of college. Okay. And even though I had been to Nicaragua with my family, the experience was entirely different. I can imagine. I got to see things through um, not only a different lens, but also as an adult, I could, you know, assess things differently. Um, I took a couple of extra days to just explore on my own and see the things like I went to Granada, which is a place in Nicaragua that my parents used to always talk about. I went to Leon where my dad studied medicine. You know, I just wanted to find out more about who I really was. And it was the best thing that I ever did. It tied me so much closer to my Nicaraguan roots. And it really is the catalyst and the reason why I've gone back several times since then, because now I know who I am. Now I know who my people are. Now I see the struggles of, you know, the men and women who didn't have the opportunities that my mother and father did. So what I would suggest to you is maybe if, you know, your finances allow or if you have somebody in your family that wants to do this with you, I would wholeheartedly suggest doing it because it can change your life. It can change your perspective. And you never know. You might be able to run into, like, other family members and I find know. out more about who you are. I know. It's, it's so crazy because... I personally, I was born in New York, but I don't identify myself as like an American person. Mm -hmm. When people are like, what are you? I'm like, I'm Dominican. See, and for so, me, it was the opposite because I always identified as being American because I grew up in Ohio of yeah. all places. You I know would, what I mean? I know what so, you're saying, but for, for me, it's it's crazy because for me, 
I need to have a place where I can go back mm-hmm. and it's home. Yes. And that's Dominican Republic. So like my heart aches for her because I've gone back to Dominican Republic probably like 20, 30 times in my life yeah. since being born here. And that's the only place where I feel like I 100% belong. Like everybody looks like me and there's big butts and there's <laughs> everybody is like, I'm not. A, See, like, now the flat booty Dominican girls are feeling all bad. Listen, don't be putting, no, I, I know. I, I don't know. be putting that pressure There ain't that no, many left. Listen, we got good doctors. But no, you know, it's true though. I, I know can't, what you're saying. I can't imagine not being able to like go to where I am. Like, okay, this is my country, but these are my people. These are my people, and you know, it's crazy because maybe they don't even think I'm one of them because I'm so far removed. But I don't care. I go back. I right. talk to the kids, and traveling is a super dope way for her to get to know, you know, more of her culture. But from here, from the United States, you can definitely you know find restaurants you can find music you can find concerts oh, there you are can little join pockets yeah You're right there you, are little pockets yeah. of different neighborhoods where people oh yeah where know, it's a yeah. salvadorian neighborhood Absolutely. you know it's like You're you right. can go there and just try to like absorb the culture if you found your father on facebook i'm pretty sure he can also help you out yeah. so i don't know how close or far they live from each other but maybe visiting with her dad yeah. and his his family and but hearing his history her mind has got to be so messed up I though know. to grow up thinking that's like me if i grow up thinking you know i was mexican and then it's like no you're not mexican you're dominican i'm like right. well what about all my traditions are they now obsolete like to have to start all over but well I look at it as like you know you can either take it one of two ways you can look at it as oh my gosh I feel so betrayed or you can look at it as a moment of discovery like and let all of those things go and say you Rebirth. know what this is a fresh perspective for me mm-hmm. I get to start over but something that you said really rang true to me honey because my husband when we were dating I said I'm going to take you to a place that's very special to me and mm-hmm. we went to Nicaragua together that story is a riot it could be made into a movie it is so funny things went bad it was just, oh my god no no it was hilarious oh. I had little cousins that I'd never met that were calling him Theo and he was like what what is going on right now what is happening right now <laughs> exactly. and where did you bring me but you know what when we came back and whenever we've gone back to Nicaragua Mark always says he was like you you even look different when you're there you're home. He says you're, you you're have a home. sense of peace. He's like, and you are just a different human being when you're in Nicaragua. He's like, and there's a special place that we love to go to. And uh, we haven't been able to go. Like I've mentioned before, there's a lot of political unrest right now. But I said to him, I said, the most important thing to me is showing our kids where they come from because they are 50 percent. You know, 100%, I mean, yeah. they are Americans through and through and we are proud to be Americans. But, you know, there is still that part of them that they are Latino. And I want them to understand where they come from and how lucky and fortunate they are to live in this country. So, you know what, Jennifer, I really hope that we helped you at least a little bit. Um, and there are other resources, too, that you can find. There are clubs. There are, you know, um, on Facebook. Funny enough, I saw like Latina moms of Long Island on Facebook. Oh, yeah. There's tons yeah. of group or Carolina. She could just date herself a Salvadorian man and he could teach you everything honey. everything <laughs> look at honey taking it there alright well you know what guys please email us we love reading your feedback having you guys step into the salon it's life in spanglish podcast at gmail.com and also make sure you give us five stars and you subscribe so that every time we drop an episode you get a notification right on your phone yes we love that thank you guys so much and uh, we'll be back peace every family has an origin story one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. 
listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.